What's up, you guys? This is your girl, Essence, and you are riding the wave of Wisdom in Red, where we are living life through the words and spirit of Christ. I want you guys to do me a favor. Go over to growtheheckup.com. Uh, there is just a plethora of information, of, of articles there on their menu, everything from health and wellness to, um, to financial advice, uh, to love and relationships, uh, and definitely faith and politics. You guys go find some articles, go see what they have popping off and just fill yourself with information. Um, today I wanted to just quickly, briefly go over the dangers of not facing your issues and, and just being stagnant, just, just sitting in your stagnation. (laughs) Like we have a tendency sometimes to confuse, um, to confuse the seasons like sometimes God does have us sitting still to know that he is God and that he wants us to sit and be content and but it's not that there's no movement there is a building going up and he there there is a a a drawing upward towards him while we while we uh, are in a position that maybe we want to be out of but it's something that's building us for that season so even though we are still we are we are set in one place he's teaching us and growing us in that place and then we can move forward now what happens when God is like okay you need to move forward you need this time for you to grow up a little more it's time for you to um, start facing some fears because I'm about to have you walk into a land of milk and honey but you're going to have to face these, you know, these people that you are so intimidated by. You're going to have to face the topics that intimidate you. You're going to have to face why you don't trust people. You're going to have to face why you don't know how to love right. You're going to have to face why you fear success or why you fear failure. You're going to have to face if whether or not you have enough skill or knowledge or if you need to go back to school and go handle your business. These are things that we can create a stagnation ourselves if we don't face these certain things to move forward. Um, some of the dangers in particular, it prevents growth. If you want to remain in this stagnation, if you don't want to self-analyze yourself, if you don't want to analyze your situation, if you don't want to look at the people who you've chosen to be around and say, is this healthy or is this toxic? Why am I attracted to these sorts of people? What is my calling around this? Should I be moving away from this? Is this to my detriment? There are certain things that you at some point, why do I still have this negative attitude? Why do I think so negative? Why do I, I, um, why do I, uh, take joy in things that are bad or wrong or destructive, um, and not constructive to myself or others? Why do I find um, more peace, uh, with what's wrong than rather than what's right. So these are things where you're stagnating your growth, you know, where if you don't search those things out, like I just mentioned, you don't begin to ask those questions. Um, then you, then you could, you could fall, end up falling back and lose and missing out. So what was making me think about what was making me think about this was in Deuteronomy 1 and I was reading uh, verses 6 through 8 where the Lord is you know saying hey I'm calling you guys out you know you're going to advance um where the Amorites are I'm just going to read it real quick Deuteronomy 1 6 through 8 
Uh, the Lord our God said to us at Horeb, you have stayed long enough at this mountain. Uh, break camp in advance into the hill country of the Ammonites. Go to all the neighboring peoples in the Arabah, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev, and along the coast, to the land of the Canaanites, and to Lebanon, as far as the great river the Euphrates. See, I've given you this land. Go in, take possession of the land, and the Lord swore he would give excuse me, that the Lord swore he would give to your forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to their descendants after them. So what is interesting is how the people's response, they kept complaining though. They just did not trust God and, and they were intimidated by what was on the other side of their battle. They were intimidated by where God had them going because they just didn't have the vision themselves yet, but God himself had the vision for them. And he was asking you just not even asking, Hey, look, you just trust me, trust me. But none of them did. And the only one out of, you know, that first generation that he even allowed to cross over, I believe was Caleb, um, and his descendants. But look at how he, he said, because the, he said, um, the Lord said that he served him faithfully. He was faithful to God and he served him wholeheartedly. And so just because of that, because he wasn't afraid to move forward, he truly trusted God through the change, through the facing of the battle and the change he trusted God is saved, not only himself, but all of his descendants It saved those who were with him. So how many people, if you can just get beyond yourself, if you can get beyond your own fears and your own stagnation if you could push beyond that push beyond what your brain is comfortable with and let your will force out the will of God who all will you influence this man literally blessed his entire family by obeying by just loving God and trusting God one act of trusting God moving forward and he was able to go forth so a lot of us don't understand how that stagnation, that stagnation prevents, uh, not only prevents our growth, our mental, spiritual, emotional growth. Cause think about how many grown women and men, you know, that are still acting like teenagers when it comes to relationships, dealing with people, just human, human, human to human re, re, uh, relationships, like just doesn't even know how to people that who are or more reactive rather than gently responsive just people who are still immature both in their faith don't even you know been sitting in the pulpit probably for a long time but still can't preach a message themselves still don't know the gospel the words or the the, the book themselves they may carry it around or quote a scripture here and there but they still don't know the context of the word of god they don't understand how to um even give the, a, a message of faith to anyone else. So these are ways that people are actually stagnant and they are, they are hurting themselves, um, as well as preventing the growth of others, because as a community, we help each other to grow. So it prevents walking in truth. When you do not understand, when you don't, when you don't want to see any other perspective, when you only what you say goes and you don't know no word, <laughs> but you're right. You are always right. Um, and even if you're wrong, you still right. <laughs> like if it's, you know, if there's an issue with, um, coming to grow 
to where you learn new things, then you can't learn new truths. You know, I'm talking, and I don't mean new doctrines. I'm talking about like, you know, just growing in your faith, obviously growing in your knowledge of the word and things like that, but just in life across the board, learning more about yourself, facing who you actually are and saying, wow, this is the truth of what I am, who I've been, you know, what I come from, what the way that I think, is this beneficial for me or is it detrimental to me? So I need to change. So then you can walk in this new truth of yourself. Oh, God is, I can trust him. I know that I, this is a truth. You, you can begin to walk in that truth of faith. So there's a, you know, there's that. Then there's the, the you know, you prevent moving forward and upwards if you don't want to face what you need to face. If you're um, cool and just being stagnant. Um, and I don't mean the stagnant as, as, the, as in the season that God has you quieted and calm and building you in that manner right there where you are. You're still moving upward. He's building you. He's stacking you. And he's um, building that relationship up towards him, in him, with him. So, but if you don't want to face change, if you don't want to go and, and, and look at yourself and say, hey, I'm lacking in this or that skill. I'm, I, I need to further myself in that. I'm not pleased with this. So I know I need to move forward in that. Are you going to become a negative person and critique everything else because, because you don't feel capable of something better yourself? Are you going to start hating on other people and bringing other people down or seeing the negative everywhere else? Or are you going to focus on the things that God wants to correct and build in you so that you can move forward? forward and upward so then it prevents your rewards like your healing and opportunities if you don't look if you if you want if you keep yourself stagnant and don't invest in yourself and when I'm saying invested in yourself I'm meaning in your spirit you know in your in your in your skills and whatever it takes investing in yourself and those around you your children um, all of that you don't if especially if you have children do you want to see your, do you want your children to see you growing because you expect them to continue to grow? So the best thing to do is to be that perfect example of how to invest wisely into others and yourself in the Lord and, 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 and to allow your children to see you growing and doing better. That's such a blessing, but you don't reap those rewards and you don't, you don't get that healing in your heart. Are you still stuck on a past relationship? You're not growing from that. Or you're holding that against, you know, somebody else who has nothing to do with what that last person did or that first person back in elementary school or college or high school and you got your heart broken or your ego hurt or whatever. Somebody you gave your life to for years and you thought y'all were going to be together and they weren't it. I mean, you, you can't allow that to, to keep you stagnant from your fears and your hurts and your insecurities, your, your bitterness. You can't hold on to that stuff because it's too broad a weight. It's just, it's just too much to carry. You're going to have to drop it off at the cross because God is saying you got to leave Egypt alone because remember the people were grumbling. They were grumbling in their tents. The Lord hates us. So he brought us out of Egypt to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us. Where are we going to go? All the brothers, um, all the brothers have made us lose heart. They say the, the people are stronger and taller than we are. The cities are large, the walls up to the sky. And they even saw the Anakites there. So the people are all overwhelmed and intimidated by 
Nothing. Because God is saying, look, you're looking back at Egypt, but I'm telling you, I'm moving you forward. I'm saying that you already got this victory. You got to trust me. If I brought you out of all of that, I'm going to finish the work. I mean, think about Philippians 1.16. He says that he's going to complete that which he started in us. So he's not going to have you grow only so far in the word, only so far in this or that. You know what I mean? Um, when it comes to relationships, he, and then, and think about this, even when it, for those of, for those of us that have been hurt by relationships and still holding on to a lot of that stuff, this is one that I had to think about, um, is you made that decision. And I know that probably upset somebody, at least one person probably. But you chose who you chose the person that you chose that hurt you. You chose those actions. You chose if you slept outside of marriage with that person and, and ended up bonding with that person, whether God wanted you to or not, which he don't want no fornication. So you already know that's a no, no. A lot of us done fell in love with people who already had somebody. Um, um, you had to pull the whole relationship along the whole way. Anyway, there were all these red flags that you just overlooked and didn't pay. No, a lot of the stuff that people are afraid of. It's you who made the bad decision. It's you who opened the door to where now you have mistrust as if somebody else really did it to you. No, you just gave the opportunity half the time. A lot of this stuff is just because of our own disobedience and not listening to God. Now, some people, you don't see it coming and you think you didn't did everything right. And I understand that too. But in that case, understand that everything that's bad works out. Even if it's bad, it work out to you. Good. That's the word. So even in that, he was just like, look, all of that stuff that happened in Egypt and coming out of all of that or whatever. Yeah. Y'all were disobedient. I'm just trying to help you get a way out. I got a way out. I got a way of escape for you, but you got to listen to me and you have to trust me. And a lot of us are just not in a position of trusting God. And so something else that he said, yeah, because he was just like, not an evil man of this generation shall see the good land that I swore to give your forefathers, except Caleb, the son of uh, Jeff, uh, Jephunneh. Y'all don't, please don't let me say this man's name. I will butcher it anyway, but his name was Caleb. <laughs> and so his descendant, like I said before, lasted and he went on into the promised land. But the other people, guess what he had them do because of that grumbling and that mystery, not wanting to face and move forward. He just sent them back into the desert. He was just like, no, you know what? Y'all just turn back and go, turn back and go away. And so a lot of people wonder, you, you ever see some people and you're just like, dang, like they still talking the way they were talking in high school or dang, they still looking and acting the same way that they did, that they were in their twenties. Like they ain't grew, you know, they ain't grew up yet. Like they ain't passed that yet. They still out there trying to play games. Like, these are people that have just gone back in the desert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not even looking. I mean, they're just, they're happy to just, you know, be in the desert somewhere. And they'll complain about it or whatever else. They're never going to be satisfied. Or they just, they just, their brains are, they're so at peace in the comfort of their stagnation. But yet they, they, they just, but st they don't grow. They, and then, so they get, these are the ones that are easily upset when others get the success and they don't, um, when others, uh, they have de deceived themselves into thinking, well, I'm content where I'm at. I'm good and comfortable where I'm at, but being content and being comfortable can be two different things. 
you could be comfortable because that's what your brain is accustomed to because you're afraid of taking in any other risk and making any other changes. But when you're when you're you're not you know you're not content if you're looking at other people and you're saying how come they getting ahead and I'm not? How come they got this and I haven't? But you're not asking unto what can I do to get what I desire, what I know I'm capable of, how I know I'm capable of reaching way beyond this potential. So I just wanted to say those things. You know, um, the Lord is saying not to worry. Don't fear. Because he said to the Israelites, he said, don't be terrified. Don't be afraid of them. The Lord, your God, who is going before you will fight for you as he did for you in Egypt before your very eyes and in the desert. And then you saw how the Lord God carried you uh, as a father carries his son all the way you went until you reach this place or reached uh, until you reached this place. And so he had carried them all the way up until then. He's like, okay, I'm about to keep carrying you some more. I'm going to carry you on into the promised land. But they kept grumbling. They did not want to go forward. They, they were too comfortable in the comfort that their brain had trained them to have comfort in already to be content in their previous circumstances. But they weren't really content. They, were, they had gotten comfortable, but they weren't content because they were grumbling to God then. And so... Just because you may not see how God is going to do it, you may have a fear and it may challenge you. You know, growth is going to challenge you. It's just like, obviously, when you work in muscles and you're trying to build muscle, obviously, y'all know how that goes. It's going to be some pain involved in that. It's some soreness involved in that. And it just felt better when you weren't doing any exercises. But instead, you know, you're having to move forward because there's a vision. You can't see it in your body yet. You can't see it in the mirror yet. But you know that come six months down the line, as I'm going through this battle, I'm gaining some muscle. I'm gaining some weight. Trust me, this is my thing because I'll be trying to gain weight. So I'll be having to gain it. And I have to see, you know, how things come together. And I'm so happy at the end result. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of us, a lot of us, we're just so comfortable um, that we stagnate ourselves. And there are so many dangers in that. And so, again, it prevents you from growing. And when you don't want to face your little idiosyncrasies, you don't want to face your little your little um, uh, attitude, your negative attitude or your 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 fears or your concerns. You'd rather just avoid certain things. You'd rather procrastinate. You'd rather just stay where you are and not fix your credit. You'd rather, you know, just um, have to pay cash for everything instead of, you know, doing better you know what I mean as far as fixing your credit or something you know people try to find ways around the things that are wrong instead of just attacking things head-on and responsibly you know what I mean some people they don't want to settle down they don't want to trust people they don't want to have relationships some men still look at women in church like some godly men still look at women as objects and some women still look at men as like just as ATMs and or or just someone that they have to submit to every guy or, or they don't know, you know, it's just, it's just so many different hangups that we have. And God is just saying, look, 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 just trust me. Philippians 1 16, he's going to finish the work that he started within you. So I just wanted to encourage all of you guys to really, um, understand that, you know, you don't want to prevent growth. You don't want to prevent walking in, in, in new truth and the truth about yourself and that around you and, and what, is, what you're capable of and what God is capable of in you and in your life. He wants you to move forward and upward, upward, excuse me. And he, 
he, he wants to reward you and he wants to heal your heart and your mind, your soul, your body and present to you opportunities. But if you're choosing your own stagnant stagnation, then you are preventing that growth. You're preventing that truth from coming your way. You're preventing uh, your upward movement, your forward movement. You're preventing those rewards. You're preventing healing and you're preventing opportunity. So I just thank you guys for tuning in. This is Essence with Wisdom in Red, where we are living life through the words and spirit of Christ. Please grow. Grow in the faith. Grow in, in, in your mentality. You shouldn't be sounding and acting exactly the same as you were when you were 20. Um, if you're still bitter or uh, just, you know, just falling short on, on, on growth in relationships and if you know that you're not content truly, if you have insecurities about how much you make, about, you know, your conversation, about, you know, the, the, the places where you are, where you're working, if you're not happy in these things, if you know that God has something different from you, if you're, if you're still not even able to preach a gospel message to anybody and you've been a believer for quite a while, do things to change that. If you know you need to get some more education under your belt, don't, don't move out of the stagnation. If you know God is not keeping you still, then you need to move and don't, you know, you got to move past your fears and whatnot. So this is your girl Essence. And uh, I've really appreciated, you know, just being able to come to you guys with these podcasts, um, really dig into the gospel really dig into um, whatever it is you need to dig into to do better for your life you know um, there are some people who want to move so bad and they waiting on God so bad you know <laughs> for either uh, uh, you know for a new career or marriage or whatever it may be some things you just really have to just build yourself up until those times come where those opportunities come and you will be blessed. You will be able to move forward. You can't keep pushing and pushing and pushing and nothing happen when you know that God has put something in you to move forward and do. So he will complete the work. Let it start, you know, first in your spirit, man. Seek first the kingdom, you know, get into into his word. And you never know, the Lord may speak to you through the word and give you some wisdom about some things that you haven't broken free from in a while, you know, um, or that you haven't broken free from, from yet bad habits, you know, uh, negative, toxic thought, ungodly thoughts, you know, not knowing how to, how to, um, handle how you think yet. You know, you guys should check out, um, the podcast I did neuroplasticity in the brain, um, going in about uh, how important it is to learn how to control your own thinking and how the Lord has given us the ability to renew our minds um, and what that actually means you know when we are to renew our minds and let our minds be like the mind of Christ Jesus what does that really entail and does that just go for the spiritual or for everything and that definitely goes for everything so we have to grow God calls us to grow he's constantly calling us to depend on him and his word, um, not to be like some desperate people, but because he's just saying, these are the tools I get, I've given you to empower yourself while you're there. 
to that that you may know me in the process that that you may build and get to know me through everything that you do everything that you that you are capable of that I've put before you handle that thing but if we allow our own little immature hang-ups such as you know just our attitudes and us being you know set in our ways I mean that can hurt us and like he said in here um in the he said he set those that didn't trust him and he just sent them back into the desert they just died on off they could they never saw the promised land because they didn't have the minds to do that you know and who are you around that might be like that do you encourage each other to grow i'm so grateful for the girlfriends that i have you know and for the and for the bros that i have because they really encourage growth they encourage growth we always encourage growth in one another and um you know and, and economically we're always encouraging strengthening you know strengthening one another and just growing in the lord growing in the word sending scriptures to each other praying for each other it's important what kind of gang you got with you you know anyway so many blessings to y'all again this is your girl essence you've been riding the wave of wisdom in red and i will see you next time